Hello and welcome to the Fossil Huntress podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well. It is a gorgeous sunny day in Vancouver and it's also the first day of summer. So happy summer and to the daddies out there, happy Father's Day. To celebrate, I thought we would talk about one of my favorite specimens um, living today, the Gentoo penguins, and a little bit about their paleontological lineage. So wherever you are in the world, you get to choose where you fly. The Antarctic Peninsula, the Falkland Islands, South Georgia, and the Sandwich Islands. So fly with me and we'll go take a little closer look at these black, white, gray with a little shot of orange cuties today. So Gentoo penguins are those lovely penguins. They're sort of mid-sized. They've got white bellies. Um, they've got black along their backs and then a little bit of white up over their head and down to the sides of their eyes. And they have a lovely orange slash at the sides of their beak. They are foraging predators. So they like to go out into the near shore waters around Antarctica and the Falklands and South Georgia fishing and swimming for crustaceans and fish and dining on squid. They are fast little penguins, so they are the fastest swimming penguins in the world, and they can boodle up in the water up to 36 kilometers an hour. So that's about a little over 22 miles an hour, so pretty, pretty fast in the water. If you're wondering, and I was wondering, where the South Georgia, the South Sandwich Islands, and I knew where the Falklands were, they are all inhospitable uh, British overseas territories in the southern Atlantic Ocean. The first scientific description of our lovely Gentoos we owe to Johann Reinhold Forrester. So he was enchanted by their little flamboyant red-orange beaks and their little feather caps and their peach-colored feet. And back in 1781, he did a full write-up on the Falkland Island population and used them as both the type, specimen, and locality. So these diminutive little penguins, so they're around 30 inches in length, and they live to about 15 to 20 years in the wild. Um, he was looking at the penguins in the Falklands, but then we noticed genetic similarities and the group he looked at are Pygocellus, and they're most closely related to their penguin cousins, the Adeli and the Chinstraps. Gen 2 penguins are one of three species in the genus Pygocellus, and when we look at their mitochondrial and nuclear DNA, it suggests that the, this group split off from other penguins around 38 million years ago. And then about two million years after that, they split from the genus Apenodites. So then we see the Adeli penguins split off from other members of the genus around 19 million years ago. And finally, the chin straps and the Gentoo diverged fully by about 14 million years ago. Today, there are two subspecies of this penguin that we recognize, the sub-Antarctic gentoo and the smaller Antarctic gentoo, but we're likely to see and need a reclassification of the whole group into a species complex of four morphologically similar 
but separate species. So we'll see probably northern, southern, eastern, and the newly described South Georgian Gentoo penguins. So we find breeding colonies of all these Gentoos on ice-free surfaces, either directly on the shoreline or far inland. And in their breeding populations, they're a little smaller than other uh, penguin groups. So they usually have about 6,000 breeding pairs and they prefer shallow coastal areas and are often um, using nests of grass and little bits of stone. When the Gentoos choose colonies farther inland, the penguins nest in grassy areas and they shift the, these locations year upon year because the grass becomes too trampled over time. And in their total worldwide breeding population, there's well over 600,000 of them. And once a breeding pair decides that their romance is a go, they stay together for life. So these lovelies are monogamous and infidelity is hugely frowned upon in the group. So punishment is banishment from the colony which is strict, but these birds know how to draw a firm line in the pebbles. So the nests can be made from roughly circular piles of stone, and these could be quite large, up to 20 centimeters. And the rocks that they choose are prized and jealously guarded. So just who owned which pebble is the subject of many noisy debates on the seashores, some escalating to nasty physical violence and altercations between disagreeing parties with some shouting, that rock is mine, mine. And the pebbles, which are especially prized by the females to the point that a male penguin can woo his lady love and secure a lifetime's devotion by proffering up a particularly choice stone, so not unlike some females. So I will leave it there on this happy Father's Day and I will talk to you all soon. You guys take care. Thank you.